This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Second down and 12. Left in again, the block at the left tackle. And to the end zone, they go, and it's a touchdown. Beautiful catch, terrific throw, brought down by Tyler Croft. And the Jets have taken the lead on a touchdown pass of 18 yards by the second overall pick, Zach Wilson, out of BYU. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, the dog barking, which could lead us taking some dogs we're gonna hit on this side we've got four games to hit on nfl about 20 minutes right we'll hear from paul where he and joe oh we're gonna go in the contest picks this week what they're thinking is like and then about 40 minutes from now lightning bets for the weekend college football college basketball nba and of course a big week 12 in the nfl aaron we just heard the call there of zach wilson throwing a touchdown zach wilson is back on sunday he's the jets starting quarterback again the number two overall pick who's been out for a few weeks with a, a knee issue I'm not quite sure the Jets are thrilled that he's back in there because it seemed like it took their other quarterbacks going to COVID protocol for them to say, oh, yeah, Zach Wilson's back. He's our quarterback on Sunday. They are two-and-a-half-point underdogs in Houston against the Texans. 44 is the total. 44-and-a-half is the total. I mean, if I trusted Zach Wilson more, if I felt like he was progressing, I, and I just don't know what we're getting out of Zach Wilson. He was so bad before the injury. That, then he had a knee <laughs> issue. I mean, there's no reason these two teams are like, it, it feels like a two and a half point gap. Aren't they both just equally bad? They're just bad football teams. Like my, my first thought would be like, okay, I get two and a half points with a team that maybe has more talent than the Texans, but maybe it's close. But the Texans have been taking the football away at a pretty high clip here the last couple weeks. 10 takeaways last two weeks. Zach Wilson was a turnover machine. You guys told me Falcons and the uh, Jaguars was ugly. Jets, Texans is ugly. Like this is this is an ugly football game. I would lean the. I, I Texans. was going to say the same thing, like about Bears. If you thought Bears Lions was bad, this is get bad. ready. I would lean the <laughs> Texans because I like Tyra. Like I just think Tyrod Taylor is a better quarterback <laughs> right now than Zach Wilson. So I would lean that way. But I am not going to wager on this game. I, I can't. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't. This the number is just too short for me to take the Jets. I I think I would maybe tease them up over a touchdown. Yeah, that works. And that could be the only way I would play this if you were twisting my arm and said, "Aaron, you have to play this game," um, because I don't think I'm gonna want to play it either. I just. Uh, especially, I, I mean, the Texans are better with Tyrod Taylor running the offense and. I just don't see how the Jets beat them. The Jets are bad. The Jets are bad. And and Zach Wilson, like the only time the Jets have looked competent this year is when they've gotten really good quarterback play. And that that's, was Mike White. When Mike White played, they got good quarterback play. Or when the Titans had no one on offense that one week and they beat them. Like most weeks, the Jets have been truly awful. Texas have been getting better. I don't think the Texans are as poorly coached as we thought earlier in the year. 
Texans minus two and a half is if I had to take a side, I would take the Texans because and, I just don't know if Zach Wilson could play right now. Jets rank dead last in total defense DVOA. It's bad. <laughs> Robert Salas was a fix their defense. It's horrendous. Like their defense is like they got the Dolphins are moving the ball up and down the field. The Dolphins aren't very good offense either. Uh, so that game is is pretty darn ugly for uh, for Sunday. Right, let's go to one that will be not the opposite of ugly. This could be a playoff preview here. The Rams at the Packers, Aaron, on Sunday at Lambeau Field. I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. The Rams. Now this line is flipped throughout the week. This was the Rams getting about a point, point and a half. Now they are the favorite. They're getting a point. This uh, this crossed over the zero the other way, which I think is significant. The fact that it moved that the the Rams are the favorites on the road. Uh, Forty seven is the total. I think this is a really bad spot for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is obviously dealing with something with his toe. Whatever he wants to do with his, his picture on Twitter or not, his toe is bothering him. David Bakhtiari, left tackle, out. Jenkins, offensive lineman for the Packers, out. Rams healthy. Rams off the bye. Rams had two weeks for Sean McVay to figure out what he's doing with Odell Beckham to replace Robert Woods, to get Von Miller incorporated. I love the Rams in this game. I'm going to go with the Rams to win this game uh, in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, this is a short line. I like the Rams as well. It just seems like everything's kind of catching up to the Packers, and they haven't had their bye yet. It comes next Next week. week. I mean, they really could use it this week. Um, And then on the flip side, the Rams are coming off a bye, right, after two very embarrassing losses. Um, They've had plenty of time to game plan here. We don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and his fractured toe. Um Matthew Stafford is 7-13 and 13 in his career against the Packers from his time in Detroit. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just, I don't know. I just think I the Rams are going to win. This Packers team is weird, though. Every time you want to fade them, they find ways to win. You know, mm-hmm. ever since that first, um, lot, first week one loss to the Saints, they just keep finding sneaky ways to win. Um, the defense for the Green Bay has been pretty good. Uh, but I just think all the injuries are catching up to Green Bay. They really need a bye just to get to get healthy here and sort of like regroup um, down the stretch. But I like the Rams in this one. I mean, if the Rams lose this, I mean, come on. How far have they fallen? This is a team that's acting like they're going all in with all the moves they've made. Um, they've got to figure this out. Yeah, well, you you said if the Rams lose, they might be dead in the NFC West if they lose this game. I mean, the Cardinals have nine wins, and the Cardinals have their bye this week. So we're talking about a pretty decent gap, plus the Cardinals already beat the Rams. Uh, Currently, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook has the Cardinals minus 440 to win the NFC West. The Rams plus 340 behind them. I like the Rams a lot in this game. And I think – I can't wait to watch Stafford play. You know, Stafford was within that top five or so of MVP discussion two weeks ago. He's had two bad games in a row. Like, he's got to wake up and play better. He never seems to beat good teams, but that was always on the Lions. This is this is a big game for Matthew Stafford. 
And also, you know, the Rams have had more time with new additions like Von Miller, yep. Odell Beckham Jr. We're going to see how great is Sean McVay's offensive mind, all this extra time to game plan. Everything's pointing towards the Rams, isn't it? It is. Um, they played there last year in the playoffs. The, the Packers won the game and covered. But I remember that game being relatively close into the halftime and then you know, the Rams couldn't muster. They couldn't make big plays, and that was it was cost them against a Packers team that could. That's why they have Stafford now. They, they got him for – The they, Packers they, are due for a loss. They're they're limping into this game. They've got their bye coming up. I just – the Rams are rested. They've had all this extra time to game plan. They are hungry. They're desperate. Um, it has to be the Rams here for me. I'm in on the Rams. All right, let's go to a game that – uh, is, has this become the team of BetQL Daily, at least for myself and Paul? The Vikings at the 49ers on Sunday. This might be the game of BetQL Daily this week because this uh, we talked about no! head. We talked about Boo all you want. That's all right. I'm going to keep betting on the Vikings here. But we um, we kind of talked through when we had Eddie, Eddie Gross on on Wednesday. How do we hedge through this, right? How do we hedge our thoughts that the Niners or the, or the Vikings might make a run? We don't know which team it's going to be. So why not take both? Uh, you look right now, NFC Conference winner. 26 to 1 is the 49ers. 28 to 1 is the Vikings. They play here on Sunday. I'm still on the Vikings plus the three. I think that's the right side of this game. Paul, have your thoughts evolved? Are you nervous? Feeling good? What are you thinking? So I spent way too much time on the NFL playoff machine. So I'm on oh, the Vikings. You plus, yeah. yeah, you did. Uh, you, ru- you ruined my week, but also made it great. So that's all I've been doing. Um, so I'm on the Vikings plus the three. Uh, they do have the second uh, ranked pass offense, DVOA, San Francisco, like 22nd, bottom third of the league. Um, the Vikings. So it's interesting since week four. So and this is my theory behind it is the Vikings defense was a mess with Zimmer last week. First month of the season was a mess again. But as a defensive coach, got his got a couple new pieces in there trying to figure it out since week four. On first and second down, so early down success rate in quarters one through three. So basically like the normal quote unquote part of the game. Yep. The Vikings are number one in defensive EPA per play, number one in defense success rate, number one in dropback EPA defense, number wow. one in dropback success rate, twelfth in rush uh EPA per play defense, number eight in rush success rate D. They've been getting a lot better. Now, I say all that, and I like the three, so I game this out a little bit. I think I want the 49ers to win for this hedge bet. So I want the Vikings plus three, but I want the Niners to win the game because the rest of the schedule for them to both get in, if the Vikings win, they're obviously in the driver's seat. If the Niners lose, it's going to be a lot tougher for them to get in. It was great to see the Saints lose last night. The other team in the mix, obviously the Eagles, and also the Panthers are still there as well. So perfect world. Again, I like I already placed the Vikings bet. That was our first look, our first lean on this right. whole week. So it's gonna be tough for me to be like, ah, oh, I want the Vikings to lose. But I think a perfect world to try and get all like what have my cake, eat it too, have some pie and some ice cream on top. Vikings cover, Niners win this weekend. So my first thought on this playoff thing before we um we we could we could play it. I'm sure we'll the next couple of days and weeks. So the, the Niners beat the Eagles head to head. Right. The Eagles beat the Panthers head-to-head. I think if the Vikings win this week, I'm with you. They they have an inside track to one of those spots. I think it, the way to get the Niners and the Vikings both in the playoffs for, for the hedge, it needs to be just the Eagles and Niners with the same record because the Niners get the head-to-head in. But if it's one of those three or four teams are tied, 
Then I think it goes, what is it going to conference record? It's not head to head anymore. That yeah, would probably conference. hurt the Niners. That's yeah. going to hurt the Niners. Probably help the Eagles or, or somebody else. So, yeah, this is. I just love the way Cousins is playing. I mean, boo me all you yeah. want. I love the way Kirk Cousins is playing. I trust him more than Garoppolo in this game to not make the big mistake. I mean, they both might make it. Which is, is right. this a Spider-Man meme game? Is this like the two quarterbacks that like can be good, but then they they're not sometimes? It's like at least in the regard that you neither want you don't want either one of them with the ball needing to win the game. Right. Even though I know Kirk well, did it last week, he also threw a pick that was dropped, but yeah, I, I, you don't you want to be the team letting the other guy make the mistake. You've yep. got to Kirk has to have a big game and if the Vikings are going to win, they have to be smart and throw a lot because the 49ers rank in the bottom third of the league in pass DVOA defense. Um, they've got a top five rushing defense, but their secondary hasn't been as good. And that's what Kirk does best, throwing the – well, I let's not get carried away. But you know what I mean? Kirk, there we go. Kirk, I know things I thought I would never say. Kirk has been doing very well throwing the ball. I was thinking maybe we should look at some props, some anytime touchdown scores, maybe some passing props. Because um, I could see uh, Kirk Cousins having a day. Through the so, air. Yeah, and I will say, like, we think of that Minnesota offense as, as high-powered, and we saw it last week. I will say, like, both the Niners and the Vikings are – their offense on a, for early down success rate is actually in the bottom third of the league. And so you could look at the under 49 there. would be interesting. Yeah, that's the total 49 in the game. It's, it's, it is yep. pretty high. Um, Cousins, 270 and a half is his passing total. Jimmy Garoppolo, 252 and a half. I mean, if I'm looking at any time touchdown, it's it's Dalvin Cook's minus 155. Debo has been incredible, minus 135 on FanDuel. You get plus money on Justin Jefferson. He's been a monster. Oh, my Vikings gosh, team. really? That's surprising. Yeah, plus 105 on uh, on uh, Justin Jefferson to score a touchdown this game. He's been so good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. This is major implications here. And then, of course, there's Monday Night Football. Aaron, the Seahawks against the Washington football team on on Monday night. We'll dive in fully Monday, but my first thought is the Washington football team is the better team in this game. I never thought I'd say that a month ago. I think the better team on Monday, and they're fair by a point, is Washington. Heineke's played pretty well lately, Aaron. It's the Heineke resurgence. Jump on, jump on the bandwagon here. No, I agree. I mean, the riding high, it's just can they be consistent? Um, again, I mentioned it before. This Washington football team, they started off last year 2-7. and seven. They go on a run late in the season. Yep. They win the division. They go to the playoffs. They almost beat the Bucs. Um, if, if I'm the Washington football team and they've got a lot of the same players, that gives them confidence. We did this last year. We can do it again. And now they put two, to, two wins together. They have another opportunity against a Seahawks team that's kind of falling apart. Russell Wilson doesn't look like the same player that he once was. Who knows what direction that thing's going, but I like the football team as well. I think they're better right now. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming up next, Joe Owen, Paul, where are they going with their contest picks this week? We'll hit it next right here on the BetQL Network. This Black Friday, nobody has a better deal than FanDuel. New customers get $50 in free bets when they sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook. No deposit required. That's right. Sign up from November 26th to November 29th, and you'll receive $50 in site credit free. 
You know what I'd take for my $50? I would bet on New York to upset Philadelphia in a division rival NFC East game. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. The app is easy to use. They're always hooking up sports fans with great offers. And when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. You can just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up using promo code BETQL to get $50 in free bets. That's promo code BETQL. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia.